Hello and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom with Dan and we are the Teachers in the Dungeon. We're so happy you've joined us today and thank you for your support. Be sure to let us know what you think about today's show. Our contact information and social media are in the show notes. Okay, let's delve into the dungeon. We are here at GaryCon with a couple of gentlemen from Mirrorscape. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your product. Yeah, hi, I'm Grant Anderson. I'm the CEO of Mirrorscape. And I'm Don Bland, the COO of Mirrorscape. And we have a platform called Arcana, which is an augmented reality tabletop. So it's about key, you know, keeping the authentic nature of tabletop gaming while working digitally. Um, so unlike some web platforms you know, that kind of lock you behind a PC screen, you can actually play with your friends around the table and have what's almost like a hologram right on your table. So we're keeping all the minis that you know and love. We're partnering with Dwarven Forge and Fat Dragon Games and Reaper Minis and Hero Forge to put all these products right onto your tabletop and make it look completely authentic and lifelike. And we just ran into Tom and Dan at a conference, and we sure it's you guys. What did you think? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even know what order to talk about this, but if you guys have not into our Instagram, please, please, please go to Instagram. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the photo out there that is mind-blowing. That's all I'll say. I'm going to let them I would just leave that as a teaser, but this is a game-changer, I would say. Absolutely. You know, when, when you guys sat us down at, at some couches here in the lounge of the, the resort and brought up your phones and said, okay, now take a look at your table. You, you cleared off the table in front of us, gave us some, a blank slate, yeah. if you will, and then you brought up the augmented reality and it was like the world just developed right in front of our eyes. Yeah. And I, now I've seen augmented reality before, but the interactability, I don't even know if that's a word, but yeah. the interactability of this where you can just, you can click in there and add rooms and add space and move characters. And then everybody at the table with their own device shared into this one area. Everybody's seeing the same thing yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and people can play around the same table or around the world and have the same shared experience. And, you know, where we'd love to go is, you know, what you can see visually at this building of, of, of Minecraft and Roblox, these two worlds kind of coming together. We also want to do with storytelling so that, you know, people can start to publish to the platform and share and, and bring in, you know, more players, people they don't know, people they get to learn and, and grow from on the platform. Yeah, and there's been a lot of, like, you know, like you said, if people haven't seen AR, like you, a lot of people have seen some AR, some gimmicky kind of things on their phone, but, you know, this is, like, I think one of the, like, first real things where, you know, this is a truly, it's a platform, right? You can actually play with this. It's not a gimmick. It's, I think most people, our feedback we hear is like, oh, my God, this is, like, you know, this isn't even some, like, little lame demo that I've seen. This is, like, a real thing that you can actually use. So, you know, it's, it's quite developed in that way. So I think people are going to, you know, be pretty excited about it. Yeah. Well, and your, your partnerships with established companies out there that you were telling us about was... I mean, selfishly, I'm thinking my, my Triton fighter, Cal, from Hero Forge, can come to life in this, and you know, just little things like that is... Absolutely, and, and you know, we want to, you know, when you link your Hero Forge account in Mirrorscape, you can drop in your minis to the game and start playing with them instantaneously. You don't have to wait for them to be created, you don't have to 3D printed or painted or anything else. Everything is at your fingertips 
basically at, at the press football. And because it's mobile first, I think the thing is, it's like, you know, like, again, without, like, some of the PC things where you really have to think about this or plan your, your nights, this can be very ad hoc. You always have your device in your pocket, right? We will have a PC version. We're going to be in virtual reality, but we're mobile first on iOS and Android. And so you always have those devices with you. And so you can be like, oh, yeah, let's pick up our game at lunch from last night or last weekend, right? So you, and you don't have to keep, all your train and stuff fits in your pocket. These huge maps you can build as big as your dreams are all with you at all times. So you can play anytime, anywhere. Is what we said. So what we've shown you guys is our first tabletop version of the game. We're going to be building into room scale to where traps will pop up in the middle of your table and ah. you can disarm them. And <laughs> you're going to be able to go out in the world at large like Pokemon Go and start doing location-based gaming where the world builds around you in life scale. Oh so these are things that we're starting to prototype that are really exciting and if you, you know, if you see the Kickstarter video, you'll understand what we're talking about as these things start to materialize around you at parks and things like that. Speaking of your Kickstarter video, yeah. okay, today is Tuesday, the day that our show launches. Tell us about Kickstarter, because I think today's the big day, right? Yeah, so March 29th is Tuesday, so if, this is, uh, if you guys are hearing this now, we are launching today. And so please go to the Kickstarter day one. Uh, we've got a, a, an exclusive. We partnered with Death Saves where you get an exclusive digital version of their white gemstone dice uh, at any pledge level on the first day. Um, and there's lots of exciting stuff in there. And, you know, we could really use your support. And we want to grow the community. And, you know, I built this from the ground up because it's something that I want. This is something I've always wanted. And I've been working in VR and AR for about eight years. This is something that I want. And I think, you know, people be, I mean, most people, when they see it, just kind of blow their minds off, which, you know, when you first develop something is very scary because you like, don't want to show it to anybody, but then you do. And they're like, you know, oh my God, this is awesome. So it really makes you feel good. So okay. I think when you see it, you'll be excited. It is hard to explain the product, right? Where people have it, you're trying to explain an immersive experience, either by this conversation or even a 2D image or video doesn't truly do it justice. But you guys, like you said, you've seen it. So. Do we make believers out of you guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how this is anything other than a slam dunk, but you know, <laughs> to the extent that you need yeah. good wishes for this, you certainly have. Well, we'll I certainly this, take it. Thank I you. hope this goes well for you, you guys, because I... I would very much like to see this successful and be able to use it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Well, well Grant in the beta list for sure. Oh, oh yes. Awesome. Yes. Well, Grant and Don, best of luck to your project. It is, like Dan said, it is a slam dunk. We hope our listeners check it out, support you, as well as millions of other people take a look at it. You know, they're gamers all across the globe. And so we hope they are, are taking a peek at it and uh, and supporting and backing you. So thank best you of guys luck. so much. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You yes. so much. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Hey everybody, this is just an addendum. This is our last day at GaryCon. We're sitting here before things open up, but you can still hear the ambient noise in the background. I think that adds to the just the reality of the virtual reality. You're here with us. <laughs> yes. So that's a rather awkward segue into just an addendum to the, the interview that you just heard. Right. And we just wanted to geek out a little bit more about yep. Arcana Augmented Reality Tabletop. Yes. Um, from Mirrorscape. Yes, these guys have created this amazing thing. We were so this this made the convention for me, honestly. Just mm. just to come across these guys and have them share this with us. So they 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 said, "Oh, we're gonna." We're, you know, I didn't really know what we were getting into. They said, hey, "Come on, we have to have a table. Why? We can yeah. talk here." So we went to the table and they cleaned it all off. They kind of pushed some people out of the way that were using it, and they're like, "No, we're gonna do this." And okay, yeah. And they just they just open up their phone camera I think yep. and just they just kind of held it about two or three feet over 
two feet over the table and just kind of pivoted. Mm -hmm. And we watched a grid kind of appear. Yep. And I don't know what they did next, but all of a sudden on their phone there was the table with virtual with a virtual dungeon. Right. And I was right there. I was like, oh, how did you? You know, I feel like such an old fart. Like, how did you do that? That just that, that shouldn't be possible. Well, every time every time I see augmented reality, I have to. So I look at my screen, then I have to look at what I'm looking at to see there really isn't anything there. And so, yes, the the fact that on their phone on the table is the build, right? And then they immediately started manipulating it, mm-hmm. and. It, again, I was just... It, it's one of those things where it, I was immediately overwhelmed. I thought, how would I ever learn how to use this? But unlike most times when I see that, that usually I'm done. But this, I, I thought, no, I, I will I will go through the pain of failure just to master this eventually because this looks so amazing. I mean, they were showing us that... The, the cool thing is, of course, people can then... Everybody can can network into the same... Yes. The same uh, build... And where you sit at the table, your phone will also represent that from that angle. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially it is a real terrain, and everybody can look at it from whatever vantage point they want. It's safe. If you're, and they said, you know, if you've got a person who can't make it there live, mm-hmm. but can log in, they can still see what everybody else is seeing. Right. And it was, yeah, it was just... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And one thing that was took a little bit of adjustment for me is, you know, on when we're using our phones or tablets and you want to look at something closer, you take your fingers and touch the screen and then spread your fingers apart mm-hmm. and you zoom into that spot. Being augmented reality, that's not how that works. You literally move your phone closer to the spot of the table that you want to look at. And it, and it really is cool. And one thing that, and some of these things we talked about in the interview, but just to sort of reflect on it, is one thing that was really cool about that is, you know, sometimes sometimes it's difficult on a flat map or a theater of the mind to picture, like, range and shot. And can I shoot through that group? Or can I, oh, would yeah. I be able to shoot an yeah. arrow or a spell between a couple players? And this will give us... This gives us a very direct point of view line where you can can swing your your phone or device around to where that is and you can make a determination of, I'm shooting right between those people. And me as DM, I might say, you can do that, but look how tight it is. If you roll poorly, it's not going to go well for your companions. You know, right. You're going to shoot someone in the shoulder or something like that, and make, let people make decisions on based on that. That's a good, yeah, that's a good thought. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't and so it. it brings you rather than rather than being a viewer of a map, you become sort of part of the story and looking at the combat, or even looking at the investigation of a room. I mean, you know, when, when we're sitting at a flat map with a grid and you're looking at the rectangle that the room is, mm-hmm. you say, "Well, I'm going to search over in this part." Here on this, you can specifically like hold your move your device to the room and say, I don't know what this is over here, but I'm going to investigate that and then let the DM sort of go into the description of what it is. And it just adds a little bit more of the storytelling to it. That's one thing I remember now they told us that they they have plans for if there is a trap. Oh, yeah. Once it's sprung, it will spring in the reality, right. virtual reality. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, from a DM standpoint, I liked, they showed us how to manipulate and create. And it, it reminded me a little bit of Minecraft, I think they said that, but it, yes. it, 
it, it looked like once you get the hang of it, it is very quick to build. Mm-hmm. And they said they're, they're even going to get to the point where you can build terrain just by moving your hands yes, like over it and, and sculpting hills and rivers and you can have water flow and determine which direction water flows and right that I, I get, that just was amazing to me and even in the i mean 30 to 60 seconds that i was playing with it while we were discussing at the table it's really simple to add grid to add walls it was just a matter of of clicking your choice and sliding it in so like you could have a dungeon started very quickly in fact i even before asking about the fog of war i was thinking you could build this dungeon right in front of the players as a dm i mean it was that it seemed that easy right yeah as i was as i was kind of pushing that together so you might have the grand plan in your head or on a piece of paper but then as they open a door you just build it for them right in front and i don't know if that's the intent but it seemed that easy so it's it's we're not talking about a lot of a lot of upfront time of like figuring out small details like that or simple basic details like that that seemed pretty easy to do. Now you said fog of war. You talked to him a little bit about lighting too. What else did they say about? Oh, that's right. Yeah, how that worked. So yeah, I asked him about that fog of war option because I knew that that's something that's pretty readily available on Roll Twenty mm-hmm. as well as some other mapping online apps. And so, of course, Fog of War will be a part of this. And for those who haven't done much online uh, gaming, Fog of War basically is you've got the map laid out and your players are in a room, but they haven't been to the rest of it. And so you cover the rest of it with darkness so they right. can't see. And as they open a door, then you reveal the room. So they have that option here. But another cool piece that they were, that they were showing me is they've got a lighting option and then also props. So if I've got this dungeon hallway and there are torches, you place the torches into the augmented reality of the hallway and then you turn the light down. But as you turn the light down, the, the, the squares that the torches are radiating on, those stay lit. Okay. So as cool. players, you can, you can kind of look at the map, the three-dimensional map, and see the torches lit, but everything else is dark. And so as you move forward, as your eyesight moves, it, it kind of clears that as well. Another nice feature about that is, so let's say it's daylight. I mean, you want it to be bright so that you get that sense that your players are in this brightness. It, it can go very bright, like to simulate being outdoors. The other cool thing with all of that that they said they'd be adding is weather. Okay. I, I yeah. love that idea because so many times that that doesn't sit in, the, in my mind at the forefront as a player or even a lot of times as a DM. I forget about those aspects. So I know in your game, usually you start us off with the day, someone rolls a 20-sider, and then you that determines sort of the weather of that day, which I, I always appreciate. But then within 20 minutes of gameplay... We have to I've, remember. We all have to remember to use that better. I have yeah. forgotten. Whereas using an app like this where you've got the augmented reality in front of us but also demonstrating rain or snow or sunshine or fog that adds that reminder that constant reminder to the game of oh well just remember guys if you're going to try to do a maneuver like that it's raining it's muddy you're on a hill this could add challenge and so as a dm that that gives us some extra roles to work with like 
slipping and falling prone in a battle, not because of anything anyone did, but because of a quick move you made on a on a muddy hill. You know, you might add, that might be able to add things like that to mm-hmm. the game. And but the visual is what makes it real. It adds to that story because you have that constant reminder of what it looks like and what it would feel like to be there. And this app is. This Arcana app is... I don't know what I'm going to do with all my free time if I stop making terrain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm glad you said that because I thought about that. And you know what? What what the joy of this app is, as we talked about in the interview, it's an on-the-go app. Yes. You know, I think when you're playing, you know, you've got all of your terrain at home. You've got this awesome big table. I don't think we stop using that. But when we aren't at your house and we say go to my house to play... You know, just to give you a break and your family a break from us, you know, <laughs> being in your basement all the time. That's that's where this app comes in play. I think about like our game club, right? And you know, you don't want to carry. Well, those kids will master that like that. Oh, we'll still be struggling with. Yeah, we'll be. <laughs> Why did you just work? My phone just turned off. But instead of having to bring miniatures to school or creating tokens or you know bringing in uh, rolled up maps, and I think about the kids riding the bus, you know, on a rainy day, and they've got their tackle box of minis and their, their, their maps along with their schoolwork here everyone just brings their phone yeah. and has this the, the, and it's going to be a free app with, for all the basics and then to do all the connecting is my understanding then we'll then the, to create campaigns and connect with other people that's where the subscription charge will come in but those details will be in the Kickstarter and you yeah. can read about that there I'm really excited to use this in game club for the high school kids yeah I think for my own benefit, but also I can't wait to see how our high school DMs build this stuff out. Yeah, because you know it's going to be way better than what we can do. <laughs> oh, I, their creativity and their just intuitiveness with technology is. I mean, I, even though I feel like I'm a pretty techie person, it I'm not a native. It is the way it is, and so to see these kids sitting down and just diving right in and. You know, they're button pushers. Yeah. And so they're going to test everything out, whereas I might be like, oh, I don't want to mess this up. Right. This looks really good. Yeah. I don't know if I should push those buttons over there. <laughs> I know. I'm doing. I'm finding that with recording here on my phone, that when I get done, I'm scared to push. The right? Because I know I'm going to do something wrong and I'm going to delete the I know it. But, but uh, I've, seen, I've seen some augmented reality that is very cool, but kind of clunky. I do not feel that clunkiness oh, with no. this whatsoever as as we were playing it so i think it's going to be really cool one little minor thing that i geeked out on is the fact that they are they are going to be linked up with hero forge so you design your minis and import them in yes obviously there would be a fee at hero forge then but i I can't i know it's you know less than ten dollars if you just want the I forget what they call the, it, the, the software to print, or not the software. Print it, yeah. Yeah, if you the, want to just print Hero Forge yourself, that's really inexpensive. It mm-hmm. only gets costly when you actually have the physical mini. So right. I imagine it'll be cheap to do that. And I thought, like, this is where I way over the top. I said, oh, cool. My my Triton fighter, once he, like, he just chained, he just was able to scavenge some plate mail. And I thought, oh. I wonder if I could go back to Hero Forge and alter what he looks like. Put mm-hmm. put metal put uh, the plate metal on and then yes. import that in. Right, you know right. if that would, might be an extra charge, but if it's only a couple bucks, that might be kind of fun to right to do that. Absolutely, and you know when I think about investment after playing with this, any investment on this is going to be small for what you get. Oh yeah, I intend to. 
kick in, as they say. Absolutely. <laughs> as soon as, as, yep. soon as they get to, to yep. the Kickstarter. So. so awesome. Well, it was great meeting them. It was. Really, really nice guys. They, they know what they're doing. And another thing is this is not a software company that is a part of another, you know, culture. These guys are D&D players. Yeah. These guys have designed something that they know and they use, and they've made it for us. Yeah, and so, I forget if this was in our interview or just to us personally, but the COO, Don, Don mm-hmm. told you or told me or told both of us that he was part of his goal was to design something that he could use with his home kids. That's right. Yeah. So, so that's what's behind it. Check this out. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to the Kickstart today. Take a look at their video. I, I know you're going to be impressed. And if you feel the need, which I think you will, <laughs> contribute, become a supporter, and we're going to have an awesome piece of technology for us to use in our gameplay. All right. Well, we're going to do a couple more interviews and be done with GaryCon for the year, but it was a pretty cool experience. And like I said, I think this, for me, was sort of the pinnacle. Yeah, it was very cool. All right, we'll talk to you all soon. That wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website, and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.